fill you up to the bar, barflies, and have a drink with me. My name is Kellen, and this is the Midwestern Barfly Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you once again for joining in to the show. We are very happy to have you here, or at least I'm very happy to have you here, because I'm the only one in the fucking room. Uh, this is a big day for our website. The Midwestern Barfly podcast is back, and hopefully it's here to stay this time. The reason I say that is because if you've been with the program in the past, if you've been following our website for a long time, you'll know that we've tried this podcasting before and to be honest it didn't really work out every time uh for some reason we would start like doing episodes recording them posting them and then out of nowhere just stop just quit on the idea and to be honest it's not that people weren't listening it was the fact that i was being kind of an idiot i was being like a perfectionist i wanted it to be something that it wasn't that it wasn't and I was looking for something specific that I just couldn't wrap my brain around. So I would just stop because I thought, well, this sucks. It's not happening correctly. But you know what? With a very supportive staff behind me, a very good support system, they looked at me and went, hey, asshole, everybody and their mother has a podcast. You should do one to help grow this website. So guess what? I'm fucking back. And you know, we're, you know what? We're going to have a lot of fun. And to start things off, let's just intro how these shows are going to run down. It's going to be super simple. All I'm going to do is going to have a few topics at the ready. I'm going to just spew out whatever the fuck I think about them. Then we're going to close up with hopefully some emails and voicemails. Might not have emails and voicemails every week, but hopefully we do. And then finally close it out. And then you guys can discuss in the comments how much of an idiot I am. So hopefully this show sticks around longer than a few weeks this time. I hope you enjoy the show. Now let's get into some sports topics to start it off. And that topic, ladies and gentlemen, is the Chicago Bears and who they drafted this year. Now for the record, I'm a very pessimistic asshole when it comes to Chicago Bears. This team, depending on the year, Actually, not really. At any decision this team makes, I'm going to find the negativity in it. I'm going to find the reason that you should not be excited. Granted, I was very excited for Justin Fields when he got drafted, but the first thought that came into my head was, holy shit, that's a lot of picks. This kid better turn out good. But once that subsided, I realized, hey, we actually have a quarterback. This is sick. I've never been this excited for a quarterback in my life I've never been this excited for a draft pick in my life this is awesome but besides that there's not really a lot of things that impress me about this team but for some reason I keep coming back like for example look at their draft history you got the good stuff you got the good picks like the the Matt whoops hit my mic you got the good picks like the Matt Forte's of the world the Devin Hester's of the world Roquan Smith like these guys, you got the good picks, but you also have the shit. You have the guys like Kevin White, who never panned out. Shane McClellan never panned out. I believe there was a Chris Williams. He was a lineman. 
certainly never panned out. I never heard from him since. I haven't heard from him since like his first year when they said, oh, he's injured. He's not going to play and just never heard from him again. Because of those picks, I can never be excited about the Chicago Bears. I never can. And that's why this year when they had three picks in between the second and third round, I made sure to look at every single negativity that came from those picks. Starting off with the second round, when they went with, what's his name? Kyler Gordon. Kyler Gordon, cornerback out of Washington, and Jaquan Brisker, safety out of Penn State. Now, Jaquan Brisker, I have no problems with. Like, he was one of the one of the higher-end safeties in the draft, and they got him in a good spot. Maybe he could have dropped, whatever. I have no problem with that. Kyler Gordon, from what I've read, looks like he could be a project. Again, no, no problem with that. If they want to build a secondary, sure, whatever. But why are you going defense in that round when you have all of these assets in Justin Fields? Why? It doesn't make sense to me. Why did you do that? And don't give me this bullshit about, oh, Kyler's looking good in camp right now. This is a terrible take, whatever. Fuck camp. You can't... You can't show me somebody's talent in camp. I need to see him on the field on Sunday. Like, once you put him on the field and see how he does against, like, le- like good talent, like, starter-level talent, then you can tell me how good he is. But you know what? The Kyler Gordon pick, he could have easily dropped a couple rounds and we could have gotten him, or somebody similar to him. But to go with defense... And that, I know I'm all over the place right now, but to go with defense in the second round when you have alignment issues. Justin Fields was running for his fucking life last year, and he was like very close to or leading the league in time sacked right around where Joe Burrow was. And when you're compared to Joe Burrow on the amount of times you're sacked, you're not, there, something's wrong. Because the Cincinnati Bengals offensive line, that is comparable to, comparable to Swiss cheese. Like, a slight breeze could get through that fucking line. It's ridiculous. So when you don't use your early picks to help bolster that line, you're doing something wrong. Granted, they could have gotten somebody later in the draft that I don't fucking know about, and he could turn out great. But to me, the drafting just doesn't make sense. Speaking of that, the drafting doesn't make sense when you get to the third round when they got Velas Jones Jr. out of Tennessee. Why are you going with Felix Jones Jr. out of Tennessee in the third round when you had two picks in the second in the second round? You could have gotten, I think his name is George Pickens from Georgia. He would have been a much better pick than Velas Jones. Why? Because Velas Jones made, from what I've seen, made his name on special teams. Because he's fast as fuck. He made his name on special teams, and then he had a big breakout year in his fifth or sixth year. Because he, he was like, what, 25, 26 coming out of college? He had a big breakout year his last year, and that's really it. And we don't need that. Granted, he could be a speedster out of the slot or however you want to align him, but we need somebody that can catch the damn ball. We can need somebody that's good at route running. We need somebody that can has good hands, that can fight off, fight off defenders, all that shit. We don't need a speedster that made his name on special teams and had one good year out of five or six. It's ridiculous to me. It's ridiculous to me that you would even go that route. So that's why 
I am very always I'm pessimistic about this team because they make moves like that. Now, is this me saying that I don't want these three to be successful? No, I would love to have Kyler Gordon and Jaquan Brisker bolster this secondary on defense. I would love to have one of the best secondaries in the league because of those two. I would also love Velas Jones to be one of our one of the top go-to targets for Justin Fields. That would be great as well. I would love that. But on the surface, when you look at those picks and when you have a brain like mine, you just can't help but to hate it. You just can't help but to say, what if? And you know what? I It just hurts my brain trying to figure it out. And we need to move on before I say something else even stupider. Thank you. I am not the biggest boxing fan, in air quotes and whatnot. Um, I say this because I it's not like I hate boxing or I don't like boxing. I'll watch boxing if it's like free on TV or like if I'm at a friend's house or whatnot. I'll watch it and I know what I'm watching. But I'm not going to go out of my way to drop 60, 70 bucks on a pay-per-view or a card just to watch it by myself. That just sounds stupid to me. One, because that's a lot of fucking money for one night by myself. And two, you don't know really what you're going to get. Like, I could I could buy it just for the main event and have the main event be like a first-round knockout. Like, after 16 seconds or something. So, with that in mind, I just I just can't see the the value in doing that. Now, if I was at a buddy's house and we were all splitting the price, the the price of the um of the pay-per-view, sure, I'll do that. Or if I'm at a bar and the the cover charge is like 5 bucks so they get paid for the pay-per-view, sure, I'll do that. But I'm not going to do it by myself is what I'm saying. Now, I say this though because I want to talk about Jake Paul's career. Now, for those of you who don't know who Jake Paul is, He's one half of like the Paul brothers, Logan and Jake, whatever. Uh, they're the two. They're two YouTubers who made their start on the internet, who built their way to like almost an like a pretty big empire status. Like a lot of people know these guys. And then Jake, he, he went through Disney Channel and whatnot. And now they're both trying to get into boxing. And then, and some people don't really like that for some reason. Like taking Jake for example, he fought guys like Tyron Woodley. I think he fought him twice. Ben Askren, those two were both MMA, UFC fighters. And then Nate Robinson, who was a basketball player. And people look at that string of fights and they go, who have you fought? What real boxers have you fought? How can you call yourself a boxer if you fought a 5'9 basketball player and two dudes who made their living in mixed martial arts? Mixed martial arts. And to me, that doesn't make sense. That doesn't make sense because Jake is still relatively green to the sport. Granted, he probably he'll definitely kick my ass if we ever get into a fight. But if you were to put him on an actual major card, like a card with Canelo Al- Canelo Alvarez uh, main eventing, he'd probably get his face caved in because he's still new. So that's probably why he's not fighting actual boxers he's fighting guys that have experience on like in stand-up like striking and fighting even though Askren and Woodley did a lot more um grappling and whatnot but he's still fighting guys with a little bit of experience in that and 
I, I saw an interview too. Like he even said himself, he's going to start progressing even more and more as he gets better with different matches and whatnot. But I just don't get why someone would hate him on him for that. Plus, a lot of people would hate on him because, like, his his fights are getting a lot of publicity. People are buying his fights. People are buying tickets and whatnot. That just sounds like great marketing. That just sounds like a kid that knows who he is, knows his spotlight, and is going to go, Motherfucker, I'm going to make my bag on this. I'm going to make some dough because I know people are going to pay for it. What's wrong with that? As I guarantee, if there's like one of those doubters that are listening to this right now and says, oh, he's he's an idiot for doing this, you cannot sit there and tell me that you wouldn't do the same thing. You cannot sit there and tell me that you wouldn't use your spotlight in a new setting to make money hand over fist because you know your your followers are going to support you on it. So basically what I'm trying to say is, why don't we let Jake Paul, even though I don't agree with like YouTubers being famous and whatnot, even though he was on Disney, like I said, why don't we let him do his boxing career and do what we've always done with boxers in history, at least from my standpoint. Down the line, when he's like 10, 15, 20 years from now, when he's like 50, let's look at his career as a whole, if he's still doing it, and let's take it from there. Because who gives a shit if he fought Nate Robinson, like back in 2019, 2020? If he was able to build his way up and fight legit competitors and have a good record and whatnot... Nate, the Nate Robinson fight shouldn't matter. It really shouldn't. But hey, what do I know? I That's just me. Alright, so this story, I think a lot of people are going to get kicked out of. Because personally, I did. I thought it was fucking hilarious. So apparently this woman in Minnesota, I have the article pulled up here. She, and don't worry, I'll have this linked in wherever you're listening to this right now so that you can read the article yourself. But apparently this woman was driving around the city of Rochester from what this is saying with a bullhorn, just yelling at people, just yelling at people. First off, why the, what's the, what the fuck's the point of that? Secondly, the balls you have to have to drive around with a bullhorn like that and think you're not going to get caught is astounding to me. But apparently on this one day, she allegedly was being pulled over by police who activated their squad's emergency lights. And she says out the bullhorn, oh, look, I'm getting pulled over. Again, big ball move. So then after that, she started fleeing from them, turned down a side street. Cops stopped following her. She slams through a barricade, goes a hundred something feet and gets stuck in cement. And she's fine. According to the article, she's fine again. But... But to get stuck in cement like that, like it's a fucking car- cartoon with Wile E. Coyote or something, it's just amazing to me. Especially after the goal that you had to go, oh, look, I'm getting pulled over. It just brought the biggest smile to my face, and it reminded me karma is a fickle bitch, and she will lay it down on you whenever possible. But to be honest, I think the biggest part of this is what were the construction workers thinking? Were there construction workers in the vicinity? 
because they either there were probably a few different construction workers dealing with this situation, and they either a were laughing their ass off because it probably was one of the funniest sights to see, or b they were probably pissed to high heaven because now they have to redo that. Now they have to redo ev- all that all that work that she just ruined. But in the end, I do have to say, I think the they need to commemorate this day. They need to commemorate this moment in Rochester, where the fuck, and put a sign with that woman's name on it saying, in remembrance of one of the stupidest situations in this city's history. When a woman, and this is long so they can, lo- they can uh, shorten it, when a woman crashed through this gate and busted through all this cement and then leave like little tire tread marks, kind of like the kids back in the day that would put their handprint in wet cement and it would stay there forever, leave little tri- tire tread marks and just say, here it is. It'd be fantastic. I would love it. But thank goodness things like this happen in our society because it just makes for an even better, better life. All right, ladies and gentlemen, for our first episode, it looks like we're not going to have any voicemails or email questions to go off of. But for for the future, if you would like to leave a question for me to ask on this show, you can always call in at 312-767-8449. That's 312-767-8449. Leave a voicemail. It'll be played on the show. I'd love to answer it. Leave me something funny. Leave me something goofy. We have a good old t- good old time with this. And if you don't want your voice to be heard on this show, if you have some like privacy things going on, you can always leave me an email question at mwbfgpodcast at gmail.com. That's mwbfgpodcast, P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. I can read those as well. And with that, it wraps up the first of hopefully many episodes of the Midwestern Barfly Podcast. I would like to thank you again for listening in. Be a little bit of a short one coming up on 20 minutes here. So hopefully this entertained you a little bit. And hopefully to just listen to this show grow. I know I'm personally green to this podcasting game, but guess what? I'm going to get better. Just like my writing got better as many of the, the OGs of this website have seen it's going to get better so i hope you have an amazing day thank you so much again for listening in cheers to you all take care